Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. The views and opinions stated in this podcast are that of the host and their guests. They are not the views and opinions of the network Creative Brain Candy. Hey, and welcome to the Stay Wild Trauma Child podcast. I'm Steph. And I'm Jamie, your trauma tour guides. Please keep your hands, arms, and legs. Oh, Jamie. Yeah. We're their hosts. As I was saying, we are two best friends that are openly sharing their healing journeys while navigating sudden loss, parenthood, relationships, mental health, and so much more. So this is your trigger warning that Jame and I will be discussing highly sensitive topics, including abuse, domestic violence, and murder in most, if not all of our episodes. We aren't for the faint of heart. We cuss like sailors and we have a pretty dark sense of humor. So if either of those things bother you, this is where your tour ends. Oh, hey, Jame. Don't forget to tell them that we aren't medical professionals. Oh, yeah. We're definitely not medical professionals, but we probably need them. (laughs) (laughs) So grab your favorite drink, get cozy, and get ready for a whole lot of laughs and maybe even a little bit of healing. If your friendship is that important, Um, you'll make it work. I don't think you can. <laughs> there you go. I, I think he froze. Oh no, right. I wasn't sure if he was just sitting there or not, so I'm like He's having a whole speech right now. Oh no. I see him slightly moving. Could you imagine? He looks confused. Oh man. Well, I a little bit, yeah. That's what happened with Lindsay. Can you were confused, is that what you said? Or you froze? Oh hold on, freeze. Oh my god. Oh, oh, oh he's, he's touching the sheet. Oh god. <laughs> Do you guys see it going red and then green, or is that just me? Yes. Okay. You keep freezing. Oh, I got a red with an exclamation all point. All of a sudden. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. The the computer That's system didn't they, like they my. They censored you. They knew your answer was going to be extra spicy. <laughs> Squadcast was like, no, nope, I, I, I mean, not you, today. If not you, on our streaming platform. If you really want to like, Go ahead. I would treat parenting like I would treat politics. You don't. You believe what you want to believe. You. You know, you like what you like. Agree you do to what disagree. You do, but it's agree to disagree, and you don't force your views upon somebody else. Just like you're gonna ask them not to like tell you how to raise your child. Everybody has their different styles, and you know, though you may not agree with certain things that the other parent does, it's not up to you to agree. It's not being reinforced with your own children, and you can just Absolutely. you know I do advise your own kids that when they hang out with those other kids that what you expect of your own mm-hmm. yeah i think when i wrote this question actually no miranda came up with this question and how i read it and or and or interpreted it because miranda and i have similar similar not same ideals when it comes to some things within parenting and i think this is what she meant as well as like when you have a really militaristic or authoritarian parenting style in the sense of like you you spank your kids with belts still and you think like yelling at the top of your lungs is okay like that's someone I actively could not be friends with and have my children around because I feel like them even witnessing that or seeing that would be damaging to like to them in their childhood even though it wasn't happening to them it would be happening to friends that they care about and I I could not maintain a healthy a true friendship Mm-mm. I could maintain an acquaintanceship 
but you, you know what I'm, where mm-hmm. I'm coming from, Logan? Like, because then those kids are going to develop a lot of issues. Because I always think in game and long. I long interpreted game. that. So I'm like, those kids are going to develop a lot of issues. Y- yeah, I interpreted that differently. <laughs> we're going to have a long term friendship here. Mm-hmm. Right? We're going to have a long term friendship. And this kid and my kid, my kid's going to love this kid. And this kid might go down a pretty dark path because of how they're being raised potentially. And I don't want my kid getting caught yeah, up. Yeah. And I definitely interpreted that a different way. I thought you meant like, you know, even just. Like, something as minor as, like, disposable diapers versus cloth diapers, you know? Like, something like that, I wasn't... Oh, yeah. I I mean, I guess I should have, considering, you know, who my co-parent is, if you want to call her that. Um, But, no, in that situation, like, that would be... You know, you want to spank your kids, that's your choice, okay? It also... Like, do you do it in front of other people or is it just at home, you know, like privacy, not just whipping down your kids' pants and spanking them in front of everybody? You know what I mean? Like there are lines like belts, no, or any type of objects, no. If you really are adamant on spanking, I'm not, you know. But if, if this is a situation where you feel it's necessary and it, like, occasionally happens or it has happened before, as, you know, it's hard. Like, Steph knows this, Steph knows the story. And I have a perfect example of, like, where I was coming from with how I interpret this question is I had an old neighbor. I'll keep it real short. She I remember this at her children in the in the manner of like i'm i'm going to fuck you up and she would lock her daughter outside the house and they were over at our house one day um and she took one of my kit my my uh plastic kitchen spoons which we all know those are very mm-hmm. thick very hard to break this. and she literally broke it over her child beating her in my home yeah, no in front of my children child at the i would time. have called the police right there and i'm yeah. at at that point i distanced oh, myself yeah. Because I'm like, I don't want my kids seeing this or no. being around it. And so while we were still neighbors, I just didn't talk to her as much. Uh, tried to avoid her when she was leaving. Or, you know. In that situation, no. No. Yeah. You basically it faded bad, out without no. letting her know what the cause was. Yeah, because I, I was like, I can't, I don't, I don't, I don't even know how to step in. With the rage that you beat your child, there's nothing that I can say that's going to get Yeah, there's no friendship that is important enough to put up with that literal yeah. abuse. I mean, everyone, yeah, God, I mean, there's, there's, there's times where you can make exceptions. Like, I have lost my shit, and if Steph has seen me lose my shit... But that is not my standard of parenting. It's so unheard of these days that right? my mind didn't even go it's there. It's so when not I unheard I, of, though. Like, when she started saying, like, what if someone, what if you see someone beat them with a belt? I was so caught off guard because I initially, like I said, like, you know, minor disagreeing, like, cloth diapering, disposable diapers, you know? I can't even think of one for homeschooling yeah, or public schooling. So, that's why like, I said completely opposing parenting styles as far as I guess I should have wrote as far as discipline goes yeah I didn't even honestly consider that and I mean I should but that's not where my brain went but because because I've I mean Steph and I even over this last year 
two years, we've had friends that just like do things a little differently. And we're like, that's intense. And they think because they were friends, they could kind of employ some of those same tactics and methods <laughs> as my kids. And I'm like, mm, no, like, uh, no. And we really, really distance ourselves because, well, I, I, Steph distanced herself for a dis- different reason, but I distanced myself. And that was one of the reasons. Um, cause I just couldn't handle my kids seeing that. I didn't like being around it. I didn't like seeing mm-hmm. it. It perturbed me. Now he didn't beat her. Let me just put it, that out there for the person who does listen. That would be alarmed by what I just said. She knows enough. Um, okay. Yeah. And see, like there's been a situation where a friend of mine, I felt took it a little too far, like took their anger a little bit too far. Um, and then, so the situation was de-escalated like right after. So it worked out in my favor that it de-escalated, but then I took my friend aside and I'm like, okay, I don't feel that that was a good way to handle that. Do you need me to help you? I can't remember exactly what I said, but it came from a place of concern for her and asking if she needs help support what I can do you know like if there's something I can do to help her not necessarily rewind the situation but just in general do you need a break do you need like anything are you okay because I know you as a parent and I know that that's not how you discipline or react to your kids so my concern is what's going on with you you know, because yeah. I knew immediately that she felt guilty. And another point, and I'm sure Ryan can, like, really understand this one, being pretty much a single parent. Hopefully he's still there because his thing is green, but he's completely frozen. Are you still there? Oh, shit. Well, hopefully he'll come back in. But, but I think, okay, well, I'll repeat it if he comes back in. But essentially, um, it was... I'm kind of at that point where like I'm we're getting to the the crunchy the 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 meat of the parenting like Jacelyn is getting older and I'm working on rewiring how I parent Noah because I don't feel that I did what did the best with Jace so um we're getting to the the meat of the parenting is how I feel about it with Jace so I don't have I don't feel that I have the extra energy to expend with Jacelyn being in direct contact with children mm-hmm. that new quarter <laughs> question mark oh jesus christ okay so i don't oh, feel look shiny. what i was saying is i'm sure that i'm sure that ryan like you could attest to this that like being a single parent can feel similarly to how i'm feeling like i'm getting to the meat of my parenting with jay she's getting older these are like some pretty crucial years not that the younger years aren't but this is when big things start to come into play, like crushes and boys and sex. And I know she's only 10, but it starts early these these days. So I feel like this is when I have to pay the most attention. So I also pay attention to parenting styles because it's like, I don't want, kids are very impressionable and they already get enough of it in school. And I don't ever want to shelter her by any means or ways, but undoing behaviors or things that are learned from other kids that you are constantly putting your children around through a friendship you know could be very difficult so I kind of 
watch for certain things that are like absolute no's for me in my parenting, in my life. And, and I don't, that doesn't extend to like politics and religion. Cause I believe that they should have their own, they should form their own beliefs and opinions there. But I'm talking about like, are their parents drug users when it's, when they don't have their kids, you know, are they just little things like that, you know? Another thing is, is like also being cautious who your child hangs out with and, you know, where that child comes from. But it's also, you know, I'm thinking more close to home is, you know, being the single parent is now it's like it's no longer that conjoined conversation where it's like both parents are there having this conversation, sharing the same view, expressing that to the child. Now it's like very like okay, single sided well, almost. Yeah, do, do I fully express, like, how I feel towards the matter, even though it might not be the same views? Or do I, you know, converse with the other parent, get a concisus, and then, you know, kind of, you know, share it? And a lot of it is, is, like, I know what message I want to pass. Is this going to be acceptable for others? And when it comes to the other thing, it's like, we all know. We go to those birthday parties, and we look at all the other parents, and we kind of, like... Okay. Scope them out. Mm-hmm. And not that you're judging, but I mean, you kind of are judging. It's just, how can you not be judgmental and have high standards at the same time? You know what I mean? Like, you have to have some, and it's where is the judgment First impressions are like, I don't judge them or think, yeah, I don't judge them or think they're bad people. It's like, okay, they're on their own journey and they have to figure out their own shit, but like, that's not shit I want in my life. Right. I'm taking but a hard left. These days... <laughs> You have to invite every single child to a birthday party these days in the class to, in order to hand out invitations. You can't be selective. You can no Speak longer have that. Oh, not here. No, no. You can no longer be that, you know, that second grader. You can't sit like, with us. You know, you have that little division sheet where it's like, oh, you're not invited to my birthday party. And you have the list of, like, names. You can't do that anymore. Oh, you can do and that here. My kids do, do it all the here, time. Absolutely. There was only, like, there was only, all like, right. eight kids invited to one of it's these. A, I'm not gonna, you know. I think we're talking from experience. Political stance on my state, but here we go. Um, no, it, it's just different. You kind of gauge the parents, and you're like, okay, would I allow my child to go there for like a one-on-one? And basically, at the parties, I portray myself as like a parent that would be able to, you know, oversee someone else's children without have them having to worry. Am I gonna discipline them? No. Am I gonna create? Am I gonna correct a bad behavior in the best way and constructive way possible yes will they go and tell their parents about it maybe and if that parent approaches me it's breaking down the situation here's what so-and-so was doing here's what i did about it and how i explained it afterwards on why i corrected what they were doing the kid probably wouldn't tell the parent because they were in the wrong and they didn't don't want the parent to know what they did and and it's not discipline it's just correcting a behavior because it's like not only do i not want my kids seeing it but this is something that i'm not going to accept when you are you know in my boundaries in my house in my area to where i'm responsible for you Mm -hmm. yeah and i think that's what i was saying which was basically speaking to i I can't imagine, well, I can't imagine what it feels like to have the exhaustion of being a single parent, but in my, in my phase of parenting right now, I tend to choose the path of least resistance when it comes to making parenting friends. I like to find people that are semi-aligned with me so that there's no, there doesn't have to be these big 
conversations of like and big explanations like let's say if I'm around Logan's kid and he does something I know that she's going to discipline and I'm going to discipline in a very similar manner and there's not going to be some big well what did you say to my kid because I'm just I'm over that it's exhausting and I don't necessarily I will do it for the friends that matter but do you know what do you get what Mm -hmm. I'm saying like that's that's why I'm saying this question is so much deeper than anyone even realized you can be friends but like at this phase in our life when I know a lot of my energy is going towards parenting my kids the best that I absolutely can and giving them all of my energy. And I have no extra energy into expending into teaching other people how to parent at this point, except through basically what it is, is like, I'm not going to subject my child to behavior that I'm going to have to invest more energy in later on down the road. If I can just correct it right then by not allowing them to by avoiding it to that behavior. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly yeah, so yeah. when I first read this question, I was like, well, yeah, I mean, like, you can, and I'm like, wait, now this question's a little bit deeper. Yeah, and see, like, you know, as a parent, like, we have so, we put so much time and energy into working, into being with our kids, into this, that, and the other thing, right? Like, like Jamie said, we don't have time to also correct bad behaviors that they learn from other kids, because we have to do that enough from the fucking bad behaviors that they get at school, just saying, or just what, what we've done to them or yeah. like what, you know, just their own life. But experience. even like with school, you know, like, so, okay, yeah, you know, your parenting style is very different, you know, like I'm, I'm uneasy about it. Yeah, I'm going to avoid you. But it also revolves around putting so much effort into, because you know that if somebody's parenting style is different that they're gonna want to have that discussion and you're gonna have to repeatedly explain yourself mm-hmm. and what you're doing and why you're doing it and what the repercussions would be and why it's better than doing this that and the other thing you know so instead of doing that parenting style and just going on with your life you know or just dealing with the judgment of like I've had people say yeah. you know uh, this is much more what I'm about to say is much more candid than what they've said but you know why didn't you s- just smack little Jimmy and it's like well I don't believe in smacking little and Jimmy and then it turns into a 15 minute and, conversation yeah and then there's just a lot of condescending it's how people also like people that are in that mindset especially if they think it's okay for strangers to hit their kids because I've, I've dealt with that too I'm like oh god like how can you where you know if they're in that mindset then you have to explain and then it typically comes with a condescending attitude like oh you're one of those parents and it's like oh my god I don't have the energy to send you the 8 million articles as to why it is not okay to smack your child across the face when they backtalk you I don't have the fucking energy pick up a parenting book and do what you were supposed to do when you impregnated your wife or you laid down and you know got pregnant by a man like pick up a book read an article like I don't have that energy to do it for you there's my injustice wound coming out well, it's just but, a, it's a different day play. and age but that's the thing right like y- you'd be getting into a friendship right and then so me and Ryan let's say we become friends one day okay I don't have a and passport then, I ain't meeting you <laughs> it's okay I'm applying for mine <laughs> um so a work you visa? know a work visa no just a passport coming to America yeah, I'm not going to work. I fucking oh, have it for... With all my 27 hats that I wear as a I parent... I love how she's explaining herself and I was just making crazy Ugh. jokes. Ugh. Ugh. Wear too many Ugh. hats. But no, okay, so we become friends. You know, we have 
different parenting styles. Let's say he spanks, I don't, okay? You know... I have to be the abusive one, huh? Sorry, hey, I no, spank. No, no, no worries. He doesn't. In the light you no, it's fine. Girl. It's okay, Angel. You're fine. Go sit mm-hmm. up on your pedestal with Jamie. Oh Halo. Oh my. <laughs> but you know, like, He's so mine. number one, you I spank in public. Okay, <laughs> Ryan's gonna be embarrassed as shit. If it was me, I would be. You know. But then you have to go through yeah. the the want to have a conversation with me saying, you know, Logan, I really don't feel like that was okay. And, you know, like my kid was watching and everybody else, you know, and then you have to go back and forth with it. But that's not going to be a one-time thing because that's just the beginning. You know, I do something else that's different than Ryan's parenting style, you know, and it's going to come up in conversation and it's just going to, what is he doing? (laughs) Moving you... it closer. I wanted to sit back, right? Oh, okay. I just wasn't sure. He's a so man. He has to be... constantly play with things. <laughs> it's like mansplaining. Oh, dear. Um, it's just going to be a revolving door of conversations about why our parenting styles are different and him explaining to me and so on and so forth. And it's like, with how much energy we have to put out as parents in general, you know, having friends whose parenting styles are vastly different like not even just like a little bit different but like you know is really hard it's also me setting personal boundaries with myself but i mean abuse is not and anything anybody wants yeah and if i were to see that happening like when that happened with my neighbor it hurt me because all i wanted to do was help the kid but there was nothing i could do and i knew that as Jason got older and Noah got older and they had friends that, you know, could leave their parents' house and come to my house and find a, a, a refuge, you know, if they were in that kind of situation, that I would absolutely probably overstep and take them in and it would become a whole damn thing because I watched my mom do it. And it was very detrimental in my childhood. Like she took in all the troubled children and it was great, but also a lot of attention was taken away from me when it was needed. And I'm not, I don't resent any of them because they needed that love that my mom gave to them. No, you can resent your mom because she's the Um, one that. Yes. And I don't, and I know that I would want to and that I would. And that's all I wanted to do with the neighbor's kid. So I was like, okay, you can't, you can't do this because there was just no way I could overstep in that way. I didn't know how to. So let me ask, and I don't know the, the quick complete backstory on logan um i heard something mentioned earlier about a step parent and step i know you kind of oversee jamie's kids when she has to work and whatnot do you guys find it different uh yourself doing a different style than what you would normally do with the stepchildren or you know the children that aren't yours kind of thing like different than what you would do to your own no i've been in my stepkids lives since they were two and three and they're now ten and nine and no. <laughs> in, yeah, no shit, <laughs> But she also lives with them, so it's like she's... Steph has also taught me a lot, which is funny. I feel like I discipline, like, like I would discipline Ryan's children no differently than I would discipline Jamie's children than I would discipline my brother's children. Like, honestly, I... Oh, fine. I'll just be left out. It's fine. Well, Logan, I, I love you, but your children are going to be grown by the time I ever get to meet them. <laughs> right. 
Because you didn't say you were applying for passports for them. You just said you were applying for a passport oh. for yourself. <laughs> oh, no, I have passports for all of us. But, um, no, I mean, I just, I do try to be mindful of how my friends parent, like, back in the day, Jamie did give me permission to smack Jason, and I looked at her and I was like, I can't do that. I, 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 I love your child. And I think I like flicked her because she was being fucking annoying in the car. And Jamie was like, can you please just like smack her or something? And I was like, I, I, I know I you gave me I permission, but I just can't. God. I was mm. I? I don't know. I mean, we were in the car. I was this was before person. Noah. Like, this was before you were doing gentle parenting. But, like, it wasn't like a it wasn't like a smack her across the face. It was like, can you, like, get her to stop what she... I don't remember what she was doing in the yeah, car. Yeah, because I was driving. She was, like, kicking the back of your seat and... I don't... I think we were, oh, oh, we were like driving her to Charleston. Like a, yeah, like, like a, a like a, like, like a whack. And I was like, kind of I think I flicked her or something. And I was like, I'm not hitting your kid. And it wasn't very long after that that you started changing how you parented because you didn't agree with stuff like that but um no i i i try to be mindful of how my friends parent and i mean i love my brother dearly but he knows i don't agree with his parenting styles at all so i don't follow what he does i do what i want to do what aunt steffi um, does steffi, yes what aunt steffi, steffi does a gentle aunt i i try to no, be you are i mean 100%. a lot of it also huh you are 100 percent. you've taught me a lot by how you talk to Noah and how you've talked to Jace and it's because I my mom was just very harsh and blunt and matter of fact and like she literally used to tell me as a child when I say jump you the only thing you respond is how high and it was just very and the way Steph does it is very different but I think in part a lot of that also comes from the fact that I was a preschool teacher I couldn't hit children like I, I can't just as much as smack, I wanted. To. Yeah, like I can't just smack a child that's in the in my care as a teacher. You know what I mean? That is legitimately child and, abuse and like very rude. No, and and there there would be a few times. There would be times that like our tones would get the best of us, and my boss would simply say, "Watch your tone," like because your tone makes everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's mm-hmm. not you want the children to respect you. Just like that you they want you to respect them. But, but not it's, respect uh, them out of huh? fear. So they want them to respect you, but not. But no, but not fear you. That too. Fine not line. fear you. Because at the end of the day, like, if Noah fears me or Jacelyn fears me, they're not going to come to me when they need something. Yes. And they don't actually respect you. You know, and they like. Just fear you. I try really hard to cultivate a relationship with Jacelyn that if she ever feels like she cannot go to Jamie or Zach about something that she can always come to me and that I will always do whatever I can do to be there for her. That's the relationship I have with my niece that she knows if she can't call anybody else, she'll call Jamie and tell Jamie things that she won't tell me. She eventually tells me. That literally is a perfect non-children answer for number 10 when which I didn't even think about, but like, I really, really, really want to have close friends in my life that I trust what they're going to do with my child in the instance that my child does go to them and not me. So if I have someone with a very different parenting style, that's like, oh yeah, I let my kids drink and, you know, smoke crack in the basement because I better they do it here. Um, Absolutely. You know, uh, I don't want my <laughs> you kid even going with a straight face. I don't want my kid going to that parent because I've deemed them someone trustworthy in my child's life. 
And then my yeah. child doing or being a part of something that I absolutely don't want them exposed to. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like, there was, there's definitely people out here in this world that I was friends with that would have bought my kid a plane ticket at 16 if she's like, I just need to leave. Whereas Steph was like, I will absolutely buy you that plane ticket, but this is something we sh for sure need to talk to your mom about, you know? Yeah, what did you do and why are you running away to me? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Well, I mean, it was like when Jacelyn asked me to pick her up at, from school at 2.40 last week and I took time. a screenshot of the text message and I sent it to you and I was like, and so it begins. <laughs> And Stephanie, can you break me out of school an hour earlier than what mommy told you to pick me up? <laughs> that poor child. I didn't even tell Logan about that, but it was it was basically we that was the day of his hearing, of his bail hearing. And Jason was like, "What time does the trial start?" And I said, "It starts at two thirty. And I think Jason, because she has no concept of time, or so I think Jason thought for some reason Steph was going to be with us, and so she was like, sat there for a second, and she's like, "Can Steffi pick me up at two forty? And I'm like, why such a specific? And then in my head, as I was driving, because it's right there, after the trial starts. <laughs> I was like, this poor fucking kid. Because the way she asked it, because there's just so much surrounding the trial. I was like, she didn't feel safe. She didn't want to be in school. She didn't want to be standing in the pickup line with all the cars driving through. She wanted to be with someone, and she wanted, mm -hmm. and because she, she kept asking me, "Is Daddy going with you? You know, are there police going to be there? Um, like." And I'm like, I'm not going to be alone. Like, she was like, is he going to be, is the bad guy going to be in the room? Is his family going to be in the room? Like, she was asking all these questions. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then immediately after, it was like, can Steffi pick me up at 2.40? And I'm like, absolutely, if that's what she can. Because I don't need you standing in pickup line wondering if someone's going to drive through and do something bad to you. Yeah, no shit. That's Especially not... after what's happened with the cat. And we did. Yeah, we were there at 2.50 because I had to wake Noah up from his nap. Yeah. And then oh, it took them forever for to go. Oh, no. He napped for Jamie because Jamie said I wouldn't take him to the park if he didn't nap. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, oh, he napped for you. How nice. <laughs> I had to wake him up. You never have to wake that child up. Oh. But. Um, and see, that's like, so I surround myself with people who parent almost exactly like me is it intentional no does it happen fuck yeah mm -hmm. it does so i parent like so if my best friend's kids are left in my care i parent them the exact same way that i parent my it's kids it's almost seamless and you don't it, have to it, be so it is worried about everything literally exactly you know it is the exact same her kids are also the same age as my kids and also you know, i just same with the cat point? God, this, I don't even know how to say this, but I'm getting tired and I don't know how else to say it. But like, what's the point in having friends that you don't trust to watch your children? And I don't mean that friends are only there exactly. to watch your children by at all, but it's like, no, but shit happens. Yeah. And so like, shit happens. Wanna, Emergencies happen. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I know without a doubt that, J, that Steph isn't going to lose her temper if Noah loses his temper and throws a fucking kitchen thing at her, you know, and she's not going to turn around and smack him with a cast iron I might pan. throw it back at him. I was going to say, <laughs> if, it's a, if it's a meat cleaver, she might I was not trying to, to be back. nice to him the other night, and he was all pissed off about wanting to mix something, and I literally took a bowl, and I put soap and water in it, and I gave him a whisk 
so he could whisk it, whisk it together. He fucking turned around and whacked me in the back of the head with the whisk. Like he literally chucked it at the back of my head, and I was like, you know what? I stood I there like this shit back, and like now I don't even at least have to clean the bowl. The bowl's already clean. I just rinse it out. You just dump the water on it and be like, <laughs> oops. <laughs> There's a lot less effort involved when you really think about it because we just tend to gravitate towards exactly the who do things like us because we tend to have more things in common with them and you know situations are a lot less awkward they flow a little bit better and it just kind of happens naturally it's you know it, like I said at those birthday parties it's you tend to talk to the people and become in agreement in certain things and you can kind of gauge them in that situation I feel like it takes a weight off yeah I, you know. I don't feel like this question was like the intention behind it was like judgmental or like, you know, how do you vet the people? It's It was more or less like objectively, like looking at your friend group, can you do it? And for me, the answer was I, I haven't been able to. It wasn't really an intentional like, oh, you don't pass the you don't pass the vibe. You know, it's not not that at all. Like I don't ever come at it. I just kind of make observations and I naturally we naturally distance because they're judging me and I'm like ah that's kind of a boundary I've set um and a standard I hold so I'm just distancing myself you know I wish you the best Mm -hmm. there's no one there's no one that I wouldn't be able to there's no one I'd be willing to pass my kids off to where I would have to worry like anyone that I'm willing to allow my kids to be with for a prolonged period of time is someone that I know they're going to be in good care plain and simple one thing that always does kind of like sit in the back of my head is you know these are situations that i can't control now take situations that i can't control being a single parent who is going to be the other male figure in their life down the road that i really truly have no say in i have no control over Mm -hmm. you know how are they going to treat my children are they going to treat them with fairness are they going to treat them as if they're yours or are they just going to be kind of that you know interruption to the the life i have that a video seeking. i have to send to you that i told stuff i needed to send that i found on tiktok and i was like this might be a well it would definitely start shit in your life but it's a good video and probably one that you already know about and you'll be like oh yeah i knew that but i saw it and i immediately thought of your situation Oh, so someone's been pretty Oh, I know all about huh? your life. Obviously. They had to be. Yeah. <laughs> but I saw it and I was like, ooh, this would be a good well, one I, for... I mean, if it's a TikTok video, I, I haven't seen it because I don't peruse TikTok well, like that. I do. And you're welcome because it's not a good one. <laughs> and well, feel, it was from a... It was, free, a, I, it was from a retired CPS caseworker and things she had seen in, in relation things she had seen in relation to new relationships and introducing those people to your children and the things she mm-hmm. has seen and it wasn't just like the horrible like horror stories it was this is the statistic this is what happens this is so very common and you guys have no idea it wasn't oh god yeah it was is it good or bad it was bad it was horrible it was like literally on the dark web one way to ease his worries Jamie one of the <laughs> one of the 10 commandments of being a child predator is find a single mom and basically test her boundaries and ask like, when are you going to meet the kids and act like you really love kids. And as a single mom or parent, even how you can protect yourself is 
set the standard from the very first few dates. You will not be meeting my children within a year. And most of predators will back away at that point. So I said the whole video right then and there. And now Ryan's sweating. And So, so Ryan, um, yeah, I was going to say, do you, uh, <laughs> wow, that's, I thought it was something that was going to make him feel good, to be honest no. with you. Well, I mean, I, I, I've thought of, you know, some, some bad things on how some, how someone could, um, you know, treat my kids like shit. Uh, but Jamie shed new light on other things I need to worry about as well that I kind of overlooked out of, um, we'll, we'll survival skills. <laughs> um, or, you know, to like get yourself some sleep at night. We're, we're not going to really touch on how I would react to that topic because it would not be good. Uh, but, you know. But, uh, Rye, do you think you don't th not to, like, do you think that's something that you don't think about because you have boys? That, like, that thought doesn't cross your mind oh, about predators? Snap. And I don't mean that, I don't mean that in, no, like, a, a good shitty way, I... but because you are a dad of boys, do you think that's maybe why, in your words, you were complacent? Like, the, that's a complacent thought for you? You know, I, I don't, I, I'm gonna have to go with more of you know i kind of view you know things from my own personal perspective and how i deal with things and it's who would i want around my kids it's like someone who is somewhat similar to me and you know it's more of being the you know the the quick one night stand who just says he need, says what he needs to say to get in the pants and bounce it's it was more the like emotional drama, possibly long term, you know, like physical, not sexual, physical, but like, you know, abuse that had me playing in my head. And I don't think it has anything to do with them being boys. I think I just completely overlooked the fact of them ever being like a victim of something of that nature. Yeah. Well, that's what I meant. Like, did you I, overlook it because they're boys? Yeah. Kind like, of thing. No, I, I just overlook it because I... It's just not something that crossed your mind. No, okay. Yeah. I, really I was just like, curious if, like, if if just because... I'm not trying to, like, downplay it, but because you are a dad of boys, that, like, that thought didn't cross your mind? Not not to a point that I, I could recall. It might have like you know had a brief subconsciously thing. it happened kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I know you. I know you are very concerned about who the boys are with when they are not in your care. When you do not know who they are around, and I know a lot of it is for wow. safety reasons, but reasons, but maybe not so much in a predator sense as it is like an abusive sense or like you don't know what is going to be discussed in front of them, stuff like that. I guess, it, you know, you could write that off as to me being hopeful that the, the other half takes the time to, you know, learn that person and, you know, really learns them to a sense of where it's beyond of what they're just telling you to where you did your homework to where you're not you're like you're comfortable with allowing the kids and I'm trusting the judgment of the other at that point. And, you know, some things may be cloaked, but something like that kind of got to stand out that's one of the things that i feel you know will show itself sooner rather than later all i have to say ryan is that you'll know you will 
know if someone's a problem. And it won't be like cop instinct, like, and it won't be like parent worry. You will know. Hey. No, I'm not. I'm not. You know, brushing my shoulders off or anything. But I'm two for two so far with calling it. Yeah. So that's what I mean. But if like if they're a serious concern with, like, in regards to your kids, you will know because I knew, and I've known every time, and. It has not gone well, and it has, you know, like, you know, and you, you, you'd think that it's the parent worry, but over the years, over the last seven years, I've learned it is not the parent worry. The parent worry feels very different. Nope. Um, I, I don't know how many uh, interactions I've had with the latest one, but um, it's gotten to the point where I've kind of, like, let go and realize that I have, you know, no control. No matter what I say, it's, you know, falls on deaf ears. Mm -hmm. So it's just, you know, kind of allow things to take its course. And, you know, if there ever comes that time where I need to step in, I'm going to do what, you know, needs to be done. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean. Like, you'll know if they're that kind of person. I think I definitely worry about Jason being sexually assaulted more so than I do Noah. Now that you think, now that you say that. She's a female. Yeah. He's also three, though. No, I know, but, like, yeah, I, but it happens. I really, truly think, like, I don't even, I'm not yes. even talking about present. I'm just thinking, like, forward. I always, I am constantly living in the future and trying not to, but. Well, do you think that you feel that way because, you know, statistically it's more, like, females that come forward in that aspect, you know, whether it be yes. later on in life when majority of guys are embarrassed by it and they shelter the fact well, that's that they all, that's what i was also thinking as i was sitting over here processing this that my next statement was going to be i think that statistically f- the numbers are so high for females because they tend to come forward so much more than males but i don't think it is i think if you were to truly put it out there i think the numbers would even out so much i think they'd be pretty close but it's yeah. also one in four women yeah, but that's what we're talking about. And, it's the people that have come forward. But, so many men don't. So many boys don't. Yeah, but yes, but so many women do not either. Oh yeah. So many women do not report their cases, and so many women it's happened to not just once but multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know that's the scary part too. Is that it's not like it's a one and done thing where like oh this tragic thing happened to me and it's never going to happen again. As we know, we all know people that have, yeah, we all know people that have been affected multiple times. I think also it's biologically men are usually stronger, larger, more aggressive than women are. So it, you view your daughters as more uh, delicate, fragile, whatever you want to say. Whereas like I view Noah, like as he grows up, a, a big, strong, you know, strapping man. And I don't perceive that as something that could easily be taken advantage of in a sober state. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas Jacelyn, I, I view her as like she, as hard as she can fight and as hard of a punch as she can throw and as well as she can defend herself. Like, I know me, I like to think I'm, uh, what's the word? Six, what, what, in bulletproof, something in bulletproof. Six feet tall and bulletproof? Yeah. Seven I feet like, tall and bulletproof, whatever. Because I have yet to lose a fight to this day, but that doesn't mean that I can't. And I, too, have been sexually assaulted. So it's like, 
and it wasn't this, you know, brutal, like fighting whole scenario. I was drugged and I could, it, it could very well happen to Jason and I guess, you know, Noah. So I don't know. Interesting. Definitely a whole other podcast topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I was going to say society also has an effect on how we see things, right? So regardless of us being worried about both of them, it's going to be like, I can see it more as Jace because she's a girl and that's what society has burned into my mind as a parent. Yes. Well, that took a dark turn. You can argue both sides. Oh, absolutely. It's it's one of those things that no matter how much you argue, you can never predict. No. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think a big portion of it too is that a lot of it happens in the male community when they are young boys. Yes. More so than when they are men. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, and not to say that grown men aren't taken advantage of because we know they are, but also if it is a grown man taken advantage of by a woman, they're less likely to say something because their guy friends are going to be like, oh, bro, like, really? That's a problem that she took advantage of you? Like, that's it. Yeah, all the young kids that have lost their virginity to, to older women or whatever, you know, all those teachers that slept with their students and... You know, the boys get a pat on the back because it's like, yeah, bro, you did that. But yeah, I mean, it's, really, it's, it's not still yeah, no. predatory behavior. But. Well, that was fun. Squad cast just said you're done. You're done. Yeah, no, it just made this weird sound. And I was like, OK, bye. Oh, my yeah, God, I know. that's funny. But at least we all knew to stick yeah. around and come back in and at least have. A <laughs> yes, we will have a proper <laughs> goodbye. Right? No Irish goodbyes here. <laughs> I had to go into my email and go back, though. Oh, yeah, Lindsay goodness. dipped out last time and didn't come back. She couldn't, though, no, I thought. she couldn't. But she also had to work. Jamie found a way. Jamie did. Oh, uh, my goodness. I couldn't figure it out for a second. I was literally have a text to staff, and I'm like, I don't know how to get back in until I had to click the drop down. But I figured it out. So, this has been a fun episode. Steph is going to have a lot to edit because I think this is the longest episode we've done ever. I think you guys should each share, like, a favorite story or, like, something that you, like, really love about your kids. Oh, I was going to share a really funny, horrible story. Okay, so then share a funny story. story That you guys have both heard. When Noah decided to with photo the shoot. photographing your ass, yes. I, but I, but you, we, you haven't said it on the podcast though. Oh, I haven't. No, no because I told to you to save to my it. Episode. Okay, well here it is. Here's the big reveal. Literally. Uh. Anyways, I have a pair of underwear. This feels very inappropriate. I have many pairs. I have many pairs of underwear, but I have a particular set of skills a particular no, I'm just kidding. jesus christ that makes it so much worse that made it worse that made it worse i was just trying to it was an innocent liam neeson quote anyways um and it tends to get hotter than the deepest depths of hell in both of these rooms at night sometimes and so i t- i that night was sleeping in my underwear and Noah is notorious for waking up at 2 or 3 in the morning. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going over there in my underwear. So I went over there. I laid down with him. I fell asleep. And the next morning, he is notorious <laughs> for taking my phone. And you know, on iPhones, you can turn on the flashlight. You can turn on the camera. Well, he turned on the camera. And he had a whole boudoir photo shoot that morning. Surprise. Um, <laughs> and it was like parent of the fucking year. Because on the back of these underwear, 
with this photo shoot that my son took of my ass said wanna fuck with a question mark and it was the only pair of underwear i had because uh, it was laundry day and well okay let me prep i did have other underwear but i wanted to wear like not granny panties but like the full coverage like actual underwear i didn't want to wear a thong to bed it's just not comfortable so i was wearing like my full coverage underwear and they just happened to say wanna have fuck a question on mark? The back. i never wear them they're black neon, bold lettering? white lettering and um so i was okay. like continue I was like, this is just the worst oh. parenting moment because I never wear them, so that's why they were there. What did he prop up on your ass though when he took the cards, gift cards, cards? That's oh, he took all the cards out of your. <laughs> I forgot about that. So I have, as you can no, see, that's the best part. I have, my God, he had, I have, Brian, even better, it's plastic. It wasn't even money. Oh it was for God. debit. Like I a have Target a... gift card displayed on her Your butt was with the here. underwear that says wanna fuck and took a picture with her phone and they were like artistic fucking photos <laughs> I sent like them to Logan. he did a wicked job oh my god <laughs> like yeah, yeah no he had like cards displayed on her ass and I'm like wow it, he literally made it and rain on that post like just it was like he went like that yeah it was like yeah. the worst it was fucking moment, hysterical there's nothing I could <laughs> Yep. Parenting stories. Um. Honestly, like I don't really have any good ones. Like I mean, there was a couple times when the kids were doing online school that it was like, that was close. Um. There was one time they had to do my stepson Liam was doing PE, and uh, like certain things in PE depending on their name because they had to spell their names, right? So it was like push-ups and squats and whatever. So Liam was doing squats and I was getting ready for work. And normally he has his mic off. He did not have his mic off. And his teacher happened to be in the, what they call his breakout rooms. And I'm watching Liam and he's doing squats. And I said something along the lines of, what the hell is that? That's not a fucking squat. Your aunt would be so disappointed in you because she's a personal trainer. And his teacher starts laughing. And I knew at that moment because, you know, you can tell the difference between a man's laugh and a boy. I was like, oh, no, here it goes. And he's like, Liam, you just got told by your mom. And Liam turned beet red. I was like, I think I said it quiet enough that he didn't hear that part. But yeah. I was like, oh, oh shit. fuck. I mean, on a positive note, you know, more of an old school gym teacher might have reported your ass. So be happy he found you humor what? in it. You know This teacher, even if he reported me, I would be fine because the week before, um, I don't remember what they were doing. Or he was getting them, he was getting them to do something. And I said to Liam, I was like, you know what you should do? I was like, you should be like, hey, I have, I have a question for you or whatever. And be like, do you have your tickets to the gun show? And, and then do like the bam. And so we did that. Didn't even fucking smile. Nothing. Liam did it so good. Like, it was perfect. I laughed. His teacher didn't even, like... He was like, hmm. I would have laughed. He's humorless. You're humorless. Yeah. So I was like, well... Whatever. Fucking prove it. Oh, my God. Um, For my girls, everything they do is hilarious. Honestly, they are so much like me... But then this one story just comes to mind. 
So Nevaeh came home from her mom's house a few weeks ago. And she was telling me about how her and her mom were doing the paint swinging. Like you tie yeah. a paint container and, you know, spin it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so her mom laid out a style. plastic thing of poly. And my stepdaughter, Nevaeh, goes, <laughs> that looks like a body bag. Oh, my God. And her mom goes, why are you so dark and devious? And she goes, because my stepmom is dark and oh. devious and she raised me. And I'm like, oh, my God. Why you got to be throwing me under the bus? I was like, I, like, and she comes home and she's telling me this. And Shelby's laughing his ass off. I'm sitting there like, bro, you basically just told your mom I'm a fucking serial killer who's teaching you my ways. What the fuck? And and I'm laughing so hard. And I'm like, man, like, Ryan, I'm sure you know I I do a true crime podcast, but I'm I'm sending you the questions for your podcast. (laughs) Right, yes, okay. Don't don't say what it is, because this or does no, this episode this is this is until like june this one's after, at the rate right? we're going <laughs> okay perfect oh right anyway um like i'm so careful i am so careful and so i'm like nevea like how does a sheet of poly look like a body bag she's like well you know like when there's a body on the ground and they don't want um anybody to um like touch it or anything they put that thing over it i was like you mean a sheet and she's like yeah and i'm like yeah like a sheet like a sheet that you get on your fucking bed and she's like oh is that what it is and i was like yeah yeah it is wow. she's like way to redirect she's like oh okay and i was like oh my goodness God. what she got it she got it from shadow hunters yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, the TV show, show, Shadow Hunters. Yeah, they do that. Like you gotta, you gotta sneak in like a doll made out of like hay in her bag with like Barbie clothes right. on it. Fucking put like a, a Chucky doll, doll in there. In it. Yeah, oh yeah. No, I just was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, I don't teach you that shit, but okay. Oh my it's god. Fine. Sawyer, his life is hilarious. Just everything he does, everything. I'll be texting someone and he'll be like, is it Jamie? Is it Jamie? Can we call Jamie? I want to talk to Jamie. I'm like Googling something. I'll have to Emily's think more strategic funny. She's witty. She's quick. She's like me. Oh, now it's okay to be like Yes. You. When you're my child, yeah. Well, only, when, only when it's in a good light. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I want to hear Ryan's bad stories. <laughs> Yeah, that's about all I got. Oh. I'd have to think about Emily's because hers oh. are, yeah. Oh man, like I, I I can't even like think of a a story worthy, uh, offhand right now. But it's just they are, you know, polar opposites. And Derek, I remember as like a, a you know, infant toddler, whatever you want to call it. Like you'd be able to sit him down in front of the the TV with toys, and he'd sit there in that place and you'd be able to go about your business do some laundry cook food whatever it may be and come back and Derek's right there Jackson's the complete opposite yeah he is he is the climber he is the troublemaker he is the one where if it's quiet there's something wrong and just like them being so different is like so much fun to watch especially how they interact with each other and 
you know, they have their, their differences, but at the end of the day, like, they're, they're brothers, and they, they love each other unconditionally, even though they have their moments, and that's just something I truly, like, like watching, which is sometimes I, I let them be brothers, you know, whether it be good or bad, and just watch the interaction, and then, you know, talk about it afterwards. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if we're, if we're gonna get into some stories, give me some time to look back. You already told I know. Us. I'm like, I need to think you about told this. Us the Derek story in the Chinese restaurant. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So I was like, hold on, we already had one story throughout here that we could yeah, point, point uh, back to. I think, I think I have a sweet Jason story. Not to kill the sweet. mood, but I think it. So she didn't make it rain on you. I think it. Oh my god. No, it's one fuck. <laughs> I don't even know why I still have them other than they're comfortable because I never wear them except that one occasion. I haven't worn them since. <laughs> you should probably get yes. rid of them. I don't blame you. <sighs> anyway, so I think my different stories pretty much outline. I think that should be your something blue for oh, his black. <laughs> or something Borrowed. old, whatever. <laughs> what a, yeah, yeah. Your mom's you underwear, you? Ryan? Really? <laughs> no, just give them to his Would bride. you want your mom's underwear borrowed. at your wedding? <laughs> Well, they wouldn't be for me. They'd be oh, for her. Oh, God. This Ew. is getting... That's just... even worse. Ew, what? Because your wife. Here, tell her the story. Oedipus syndrome. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Gross. Okay, so I think the two different you stories lend to bed. Like, the differences between my children. And it just it reminded me. She, I got reminded of it the other day uh, as I was packing up my room. And I found this little, like, it's not very really little, but it's kind of rolled up giant piece of artwork. And do you remember shortly after Emily had died, I was obviously fucking miserable mm-hmm. and I was missing her and I was not hiding that from them at all. And so Jacelyn spent a lot of time drawing during those months and she drew me, she taped together these in, like computer paper to, and she drew me a life-size picture of Emily to tape Aww. next to my bed. And it said like, I want Oreos, I want McDonald's. And it said, like, all these little phrases that Emily would say that stuck with Jacelyn. Mm-hmm. Um, and she drew Aww. me a life-size little picture of Emily with blue hair <laughs> and a yellow nose. Oh, my God. You have to oh keep that. God. Oh, I did. It's somewhere packed away. That is so cute. I have tons of funny stories, but I feel like that one really... Because that's it's who sweet. Jacelyn is, like, yeah. to, to her core. Like, she'll write yeah. little notes. She wants to give money to homeless people. She wants to donate everything she has, usually. I feel that. You forgot that Jax is your, your kid of many hats, right? Oh, how he has yeah, a hat. Yeah, or like when he got a new hat for Christmas and he it's his sunshine hat. And he can't wear it unless the sun's out. <laughs> oh my god. He's the cutest That's thing cute. ever. Or him and his ice cream. Or he wants to make everybody ice cream cones with his little... He has a pretend... Oh, he still does that, yeah. During, during uh, uh, Wheel of Fortune, every single night, he'll go around the room and take I orders. Everybody's little ice cream. And then go make it and bring it's it to It's the cutest you. thing. But he'll pause if somebody calls out. <laughs> That's his favorite letter. <laughs> yeah. W! <laughs> oh. oh. I love all the little kiddos. Well, thank you for entertaining us through this three and a half hour episode, Steph, and adding your invaluable words are hard. 
Thanks. <laughs> I, can't, I can't fucking think of the words. I'm so tired. We're not going to end. Oh, my invaluable like, opinions, advice, appreciation. Like, I don't know what to tell you. All of that. All of the above. Thanks for providing Face. your your perspective uh, um, from yours since you differ from everybody yes, else. Yes, there Thanks. you go. I'll let Ryan Thanks. take over co-host because I've been up and packing all day. And Steph, I appreciate you being here, and thank you. I I appreciate uh, your input. Oh, thanks, guys. You I'm just, I, and your view. I'm just, a, I'm just a guest, and I will I will guest anytime. You are welcome to guest anytime. Do you got any more guests? <laughs> Don't even tempt him. I can see him he, thinking. He will. Do you, do you, Logan? Do you need me to be a guest? On oh, your... that would be interesting, Logan. I have a feeling that Ryan uh, wants to catch an STD. I'm sorry, you will. <laughs> <laughs> I have STDs. Her podcast is called Spoiler: They Died. So STD. <laughs> Zach already caught one because we won't let him on this one. There it is. <laughs> He's like, you guys won't let me share my trauma, so I had to go get an STD instead. You guys passed me up. The ship has sailed. I have STDs now. Somehow one keeps sending me back to the other. I get trauma from one and I go to the other and I'm like, it's like a toxic relationship. Oh. No shit. I feel like that ping pong ball just keep getting set back and forth. I think that would be a very interesting uh, guest to have on. Right? Right? To get that perspective. My new that, quarter. That An I, idea is born. I, I will have to. He's shiny. To, um, we'll, we'll, we'll have to set some boundaries on that one. Yeah. I don't have boundaries. Well, he no. has to. <laughs> no, I know. <sighs> but I have another friend who's uh, RCMP. Not that you know what that is. They ride horses here. Dude, you should have her saw niece. me try and explain to her what niece. your job was, Rye. She didn't know what a game warden was. So then I had to explain. No, because they're... Um... Didn't she say her husband Yes, but hunts. she didn't... Yeah, they're not they're called Canadian. game wardens here. Oh, Mounties. Well, no, so there's RCMP, which is Royal Canadian Mountain Police, but they don't have anything to do with um, fish and game. They're just... Mountain or mounted? Mounted, because they ride horses. Mounted. She yeah. said mountain. No, mounted. It's because it's so fucking fast. Um, actually, hold on. Fast. Over here. Okay. okay. All right. I have to I'm go to bed. I'm about to punch you. <laughs> I love y'all all so much. <laughs> I need to go to bed, too. Thanks for yeah, having me. Go. I got to go make my bed because you know, I stole the sheet. Well, that sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> I'm going to go yeah, eat right, my next ice cream. I need to read the email prior to... Um, I told you. I even told you. Maybe I didn't reiterate it today, but I told you yesterday. I need to. Yeah, I know. I saw. I saw the email. I just didn't open it until like you know I was ready to. <laughs> kind of focus on certain things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mine won't let me leave. Oh. Logan's. We are so grateful to those of you who have allowed us to take up space in your lives and supporting us while we share some of our most vulnerable moments. As James said, your support means the world to us. So we would absolutely love to know your thoughts on the show. So please leave us a review on any of our platforms. 
And also make sure to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. The links are posted in our show notes. This concludes your tour of Stay Wild Trauma Child. Please remain seated until... Oh, God, James. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening. We love you, and as always... Stay wild.